is Osday Light Magazine, coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. A-W-R, Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segment designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Sanctify my heart. Sanctify my heart. Make it ready for you. And make it ready for you. Lord, I want to be a servant of the one who makes my dreams come true. You make my dreams come true. Lord, I'm ready to do what you say. Do what you say. You are the part. I am listening, your purpose to fulfill. Won't you take my heart and make it yours to do it as you will? Sanctify my heart, sanctify and make it ready for you. Make it ready for you. Lord, I wanna be a servant of the one who makes my dreams come true. You make my dreams come true. Sanctify my heart. Sanctify my and make it ready for you. And make you ready Jesus. for you. Lord, I wanna be a servant of the one who makes my dreams come true. You make my dreams come true. Jesus, guide me the way I should go. How I should go Secure and confident confident. In what I should know I am longing I am listening Yes, this is how I feel So unlock the mystery, my Lord To all that you reveal Sanctify my heart and make it ready for you. Lord, I want to be a servant of the world. You're making my dreams come true. Won't you set me apart? Set me apart just for your purpose. How I can The next segment is Reflections, written by Ebenezer Quay and presented by Julian Amo. Your timing may be very right, 
But if it's not God's timing, it's still wrong. You may look very robust, but if you are never tested to it, you are still weak. You may think you have the best, but that's why it must go through the test. You may be going through the worst, but out of it, God can make the best. Your dream may tarry, but it's plenteous fulfillment. You can't carry it. You may be going through your downturn, but it mustn't turn you down. You may be facing a possible setback, they say, but it mustn't set you back. Your day may not seem fulfilling, but you must fulfill your day in the Lord. You see what you have as ordinary, but God makes the extraordinary like Moses' rod. You may not be capable of achieving your dreams, but God can if you are available. Written by Ebenezer Quay. Dear listener, we thank God for granting us another blessed morning to come here to share his word with you. And for our main text, it is from Matthew chapter 11 verse 28. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And Matthew eleven twenty-nine tells us here that, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Amen. Monday's lesson is captioned, Planting and Harvesting. And as the great controversy theme is implicit in Jesus' parable of the sower, the listing of four types of responses to the gospel message indicates that there are more than just good and bad people in the world. Life is more complex than that, and so we need to be careful how we approach those who don't seem to respond to the gospel as we think they should. Choose this lesson building on rock and the issue of where we stand in the cosmic struggle that unfolds around us is made very personal. The parable of the man building a house on the rock. And with this, we got to know what the difference between judging a person and judging the rightness or wrongness of their actions. And why is that a very important distinct to make? And today's further thought is the same summarization. And I believe that most of us are happy out there to listen to this good news because we missed a lot throughout the week. Stay tuned, stay glued to your sets as we come your way with the daily devotional series. 
I am Sandra Ahia, and with me here has always been our pastor, William Opon Danka. Please welcome. Thank you. Looking at the idea of the great controversy as something we see to be so broad and great a reality, that's how the, the, the great controversy is seen to be because it talks about a story or explains something much, much more broad, not that uh, local. That's the great controversy. But despite that, we see that this great controversy, which looks so great and thin, we are all involved in this great controversy. We are part, and actually the, the battle is raging in our hearts. That's the battle whether we, we will choose God or not to choose God. This battle is raging, and it deals more with how we relate to our God, how we deal with temptation, and how we deal with others. So that's what we have been looking at, and we are looking at how Jesus Christ brought hope even amidst this great controversy with his teaching and how to help us escape this great controversy. That's what we've been looking at. So we are dealing more with Jesus' teachings and his teachings of hope and his teachings which tells us of the reality of this great controversy and how he turns through his teachings to help us make the right choice. That's what we've been looking at. So Jesus, we are looking at one of his sermons, all of his teachings about rest, uh, which we can find in Matthew eleven twenty nine. Our Bible, our Lord and Savior tells us, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lonely in heart, and you find rest for your soul. So Jesus is telling us that if we are to come to him, we will find a true rest in him. Uh, talking about rest as uh, something which permeates through scripture, as uh, something we see throughout scripture. From the stats, when God created the world, the Bible tells us, on the seventh day he rested. And he sets that day aside that we are to rest as we usher in the Sabbath. And it's supposed to be weekly. So we see it from even creation, God ushering in a rest. And we saw that in God's dealing with the Israelites, he gave them uh, another rest. Like every seven years uh, was to be or were to be a Sabbath for these people so we could see the idea of rest permeating through the scripture and we see that whenever god's people are obedient to him and are remaining in him they find true rest and this true rest they get from only god because with this true rest they get from god they are free from their adversary from the enemy you could see god was with them and these rest we see it's more when they came back from captivity they really understood the rest of god but whenever they become disobedient they see that they, they do not get this rest they do not escape from their enemies they are always in danger so for us to to get this rest we ought to remain in jesus christ and this rest we are looking at is a generous package jesus christ gives to mankind as something is given unto us first he's ready to usher us into a sabbath rest so that we will get to know him and then again he will give us true rest and this true rest is the inner peace we gain from our lord and savior and finally he assures us that he will take us home where we will ultimately get this rest because satan is in there and is trying to fight us but if we abide in jesus christ this true rest we can get also in jesus's teachings he gave a parable or he narrated a parable about this great sower 
that a sower went into the field, went out to sow, and some of the seeds fell on the roadside, some fell on stony grounds, some also fell on on thorny grounds, and also we got to know that some fell on a good soil. And we saw that as he narrated this parable, it also gives us the idea of the great controversy that Satan is really working hard to knowing that the gospel will relieve us. He's working out to get it read from us. So we got to know that the message that fell on the grounds are those who do not, when, whenever the message comes, they do not understand the message. So as such, the, the message leaves them and they still go back into their difficulties. The message which also fell on the seed that fell on the stony ground. We got to know that these people at first accept God's message, but when trials and temptation comes their way, this message leaves them. And the message or the seed that fell on thorny grounds, we got to know that some also, whenever they get the message, because of, of the difficulties, the trials in this world, they are unable to hold on to the message because there will be no roots in them to hold on to this message. But the one that fell on the good soil, we got to know that, of course, these are those who accept the message, understands the message, and the message work within them. So it tells us whenever we hear God's word, there is the struggle. And Jesus is teaching us, he's admonishing us that we ought to be the good seed. We should give ourselves to him and he's ever ready to help us. So this gives us the reality of the great controversy and our Lord ever ready to give us this great message. We thank God so much for how far he has brought us, for taking us through Listen, It is indeed a blessing to be part of this great lesson. I have been blessed and I believe you have also been blessed. Go out there, share the word with others so that they may also receive the blessings from Abba Father who art in heaven. Our pastor will give us his last words. God wants to save us. He wants our hearts. He has given us the assurance. He is with us always. For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus 233-244-673528 or 244 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box AF595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you.
the moment of truth you are most welcome to the moment of truth i am your humble servant boachi simon today's sermon is entitled i knew you were coming and our key text will be taken from acts chapter 1 verses 11 this statement i knew you were coming came from a certain son whose father promised him and the promise was i quote I will always be there for you as a result of a lost mother, as a result of the grief and then worries that this child was going through. Shall we pray? We thank you, our most gracious and everlasting Father. Today, too, you have given your servant another chance to speak to the world. I pray that as I start, you hide me behind your cross and speak through me to the world in Jesus' name. Amen. On December 7th, 1988, a devastation earthquake bumped off around the vicinity of Armenia. This incident flattened houses and then cost life more than 30,000 people. It happened at 11.41 a.m. when children were all at school. Immediately following the earthquake, the father had to rush to the school, which had been totally flattened. Remembering the promise, I will be there for you, he made to his child, he started moving, moving rubble and then concrete. Others arrived and then considering the situation, attempt to pull him away, but he could not be distracted because he remembered the promise he made. Firefighters and emergency personnel also came in. They tried to restrain the father because the gas, because of gas leakage, fire and then es- fire explosions, which were very dangerous. They said to the man, we will take care of this. There's no way that your child could survive this. But the father kept on digging, one stone at a time. Finally, 38 hours of digging, he suddenly heard his son's voice. Dad, is that you? I knew you were coming. Dad, I told uh, the other kids that they shouldn't worry because you have promised me that you will be coming for me. Beloved, the man saved 14 children that day, including his son. Amen. 
he kept his promise. The point that I was I'm trying to establish is that even this man who is just a sinner like you and I was able to keep his promise. Then the topic comes again. I knew you were coming. You can think of other wait, especially the Christians waiting a long time since the angels asked. You can think of this wait. You can think in the Old Testament and then be thinking of a lot of ways over there. Which of them do you remember? In Acts chapter 1 verses 11, these people, disciples, were just waiting. And then as they were waiting, they heard, I read from Acts chapter 1 verse 11, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up unto heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you, Unto, into heaven will come in like the manner as you saw him go into heaven. Hallelujah. Then the questions that we normally ask when we are waiting. I quite remember when we were children, we normally ask ourselves, when will Christmas come at last? <laughs> it's quite interesting. And then also students normally ask themselves, especially those of them in the final year, they also normally ask themselves that when am I going to earn my first real paycheck? When am I going out to receive something? When am I going to be called a man at long last? You can also think of people who are suffering from chronic diseases. They also at times ask themselves, when am I going to get better? When am I going to be relieved from these pains? And then Christians too will ask themselves that when will I get eternity? Often those waiting for the master's glorious return found themselves imprisoned. In fact, they found themselves persecuted and then ridiculed. But I want to tell you that patience is a virtue as you wait unto the Lord. Abraham and Sarah waited for 25 good years before their promises came true. You can check Genesis chapter 12 verse 4 and then Genesis chapter 25 verses 5. Beloved, end time waiting is active waiting involving those who are in need. It tells us to step out of our comfort zones and embrace the people who we normally wouldn't embrace. In three, I, I, I just quite remember one of their sayings that a sin who slept for an extraction. But I want to tell you that in end time waiting, a sin who slept for an extraction, you have to laugh with all people, even those who frown to you. There are some two key factors that compelled the disciples to wait. One, they knew Christ very well. And then the second factor is that they thoroughly learned the scriptures. Here is something that we can learn from the early church. There is something that we can learn from these disciples. Like the disciples of the old, we need to know our Savior personally and intimately. Salvation is not gained by blood and or by any membership form. Salvation is not gained just because you are an Adventist, just because you are a Methodist, just because you are a Christian. No, salvation is... It's not gained by that. But a personal encounter with the risen Lord is the foundation for trusting expectation. We trust people whom we truly know. And to truly know Jesus, we need to spend time with him prayerfully and then conversation and study of his word. Soon, Jesus will come to take his redeemed. Life cannot just go on forever. Our resources are limited. Our problems seem unsolvable. Our selfishness is limitless. Yet we have this hope that Christ alone imparts. Hallelujah. 
Like the disciples, we live a life of active service as we wait. Like the disciples, we grab and hold of the master's hand as we wait. Like the disciples, let's be assured by the prophetic message that is completely um, reliable and will guide us like a light shining in the dark place. Beloved, how soon do you think the Lord is coming? The son was able to wait humbly to the father until the father came to rescue him. May the Lord help you. May the Lord bless you as you ponder on this word. May he may his countenance shine upon your face so that you also wait humbly in the name of Jesus. Amen. Shall we pray? I thank you, my father. Today to you have talked through me to the world. My prayer is that there is just a seed that you have sown. May you just water it so that every person as they see the seed and they are hungry, they can have a very useful, meaningful interpretation. And then they can just have these fruits of the seed that you are sown today to get eternal life in the name of Jesus. Amen. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or 0244-235-017. Or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box A55595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now.